Hello, and welcome to the Wheel of Time Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Stoll, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Wifford. Hello! So excited to be back for week two, episode two, whatever it happens to be. <laughs> yes, episode two. <laughs> so today, in episode two, what we'll be doing is talking to you about the characters from Emmons Field. We wanted to dive into the starting location of the series here, give a little bit of insight to the main characters we'll be seeing come out of this area, which will sadly not include Moraine or Lan because they're outsiders, as they like to be reminded of in the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to be diving into characters like Perrin, Matt, Rand, Egwene, Nynaeve, and talking about all of them, their characteristics, their personality traits the actors or actresses that are playing them in the series here and just talk about them a little bit, give a little spotlight to the farm folk. Yeah. And we want to do this, um, without sort of, uh, as Dylan was saying, without spoiling any of the big plot points, um, later on. So I'm excited to do this. I know we talked last time about our trailer reaction to Edmonds field and, um, how we really liked the diversity they had there and we've been rereading the books, <laughs> and um, while the cast may be diverse, uh, Edmonds Field itself is not diverse at all. No. <laughs> and that was something we were reminded of as we were rereading the, se- the series here, um, that like there's a saying in the Two Rivers that nobody leaves the Two Rivers and nobody comes to the Two Rivers. So like when Moraine and Lan first appear... They're labeled as outsiders and kind of ostracized a little bit for that. And it's this huge event. It's very exciting because nobody comes here and, oh my gosh, there's these outsiders. They're asking questions and they want to talk to all these people. What could happen? Nothing ever happens in Edmonds Field. It's very much this like small town vibe that um, Robert Jordan went for. Right. And like you definitely will be getting that, I feel like, at the beginning of the of the series here. However, <clears throat> you know, there's going to be things that will happen that are going to blow these farm people's minds. So we will get into the characterization of these people, but Mike made a good point there. We wanted to make a clarification based on when we were talking about the diversity. Um, I also may have, you know, spoiled a little something on accident. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, Diving into the characters, Mike, who would you like to talk about first? Uh, let's start with Egwene. We saw a lot of her in Nynaeve in the um, trailer, and so I think it would be, it, it's good to start with, uh, let's start with them, and let's start with Egwene out there. And she is um, the daughter of the mayor of Edmondsfield. And um, some things about just Two Rivers Folk in general, if you couldn't already get this from some of their sayings, they are very stubborn. This is a trait that Jordan um, kind of gives to all of them. Uh, <laughs> and they have a very, they have a lot of very interesting views on men and women. It's very much um, men are on the town council. So like her father being the mayor is on the town council and the women have a women's circle and like they have separate seats of power but like the women are really the ones in charge and it's definitely an interesting feel um it's it feels almost kind of old-timey like when you're reading it like oh this is how things were like in our history (laughs) a long time ago um yeah but i kind of hope they 
I don't know, stay away from that a little bit in the show if they can. I think they're going to have to make that differentiation of like the the men's council and the women's circle and everything like that um, because they there's a big point earlier on about keeping those businesses separate from each other like don't poke your nose where it doesn't belong type of attitude and like the two rivers folk get compared a lot to like gnarled old roots because of how set in their ways they are (laughs) so i i think when you are gonna be displaying these characters on screen you're gonna be having to have something that reminds you that these are kind of like backwoods people who are set in their ways and may not be the most forward-thinking people that you'll ever meet. Uh, but when we're talking about Egwene as well, she's described as having uh, dark brown eyes and dark hair, dark brown hair, uh, which is a characteristic of Two Rivers folk in general, which we'll get to later how that might differentiate other characters that are in the Two Rivers. Um, but when you're talking about Egwene as well, She's somebody who looks up to Nynaeve in the in the books, where she's almost like a wisdom in training, and as far as like what she kind of hopes to hopes to um, aspire to. Yeah, and um, I I mean I guess we should probably just go ahead and jump right into Nynaeve then. Um, oh, her actress. Oh yeah, of course. This is a TV show we're talking about here, not just the books. So. <laughs> Let's talk about the actress that's playing Egwene here. Who do we got, Mike? So it's Madeline. It's Madeline Madden, um, and she. I mean, in the in the trailer, she looked uh, pretty poised. She it seems like she was doing a really nice job of kind of playing that mentee role, and yeah, I'm excited to see her portrayal. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing in the trailer from Madeline Madden that made me be like she's a Gwen or anything like that she seemed to be taking on the roles that you you saw of a Gwen. that the only thing that i didn't see um was like that that like stubbornness kind of like facial um, point that you see or that you get from a Gwen in the books there but yeah. i'm sure that's just it, that's that okay come when we um, actually see it yeah yeah well anywho let's go on to our next person uh, and that's yeah, let's get on to Nynaeve. Nynaeve, yes. Uh, so Nynaeve is the village wisdom, and that's kind of like the medicine woman. Uh, mm-hmm. She can do all these things. Like Typically, she's kind of like the healer. She'll go around. She'll take care of um, people that are sick. She's also She also has some political power. She's part of the women's circle. <laughs> and Nynaeve is very fierce in the book. She is... Oh gosh, stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> beyond all belief. Yeah, when we're talking about when we're talking about the separation of power from the men's council or the town council and the women's circle here, Nynaeve is actually one of the few uh, women who can cross over into the town council as the village wisdom and hold sway there just as well as in the women's circle. Um, and she's somebody that all the men fear, <laughs> all the women respect. And all the boys we're going to be talking about, like, definitely don't want to get on her bad side. And she's known for having a bit of a mean streak as far <laughs> as her temper. Yeah. And uh, she's always found with a package of herbs and spices and um, different things that she uses to help with her healing throughout the village mm-hmm. there. 
and she's also known as like a person that can listen to the wind which is what they like use to kind of predict weather mm-hmm. and just kind of like mike was saying like that medicine woman type of vibe there and she's just really somebody that can really cross all the boundaries within the village and not really get in anyone else or no one else wants to get in her way yeah and Nynaeve's a kind of like a I would I would almost say like a prodigy because she is so she's the mm-hmm. youngest town wisdom um, or they talk about her youth a lot because she, so she's very right. young so she isn't that much older than like Egwene and some of the other characters but because she is so skilled um, she's treated with a lot more respect right and don't let her catch you saying she's too young to be the village wisdom <laughs> or but yeah. yeah. Yeah, she'll give you a good a smack <laughs> with her stick. But but she's somebody who, even though she is younger, uh, does command that respect. Mm. And if you don't give it to her, she's going to give you a glare and berate you until you do. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something, that's about Nynaeve there. She's definitely a fun character and one that... It was very interesting to watch. And um, I would just want to add on there that with her upbringing, um, she was raised almost to be uh, like one of the boys. Like she learned to track, Mm -hmm. she learned to hunt, and she's very good at all of those things as well. And so I think that kind of plays into her mentality that like, I'm not a child, like I'm, I'm just as good as anyone else and i should be treated with respect right and mike and i talked about this very briefly off of air and everything but we were talking about how there's really not many mentions of Nynaeve's parents within the book series to like give you insight and the one piece of insight that you do get is that her father raised her to be the son that he never had teaching her to hunt teaching her to fish teaching her to track all of those things to prepare her for life as an Emmons Fielder, um, but more so as a boy Emmons Fielder, and that helps her gathering her herbs, gathering her medicines and everything, as well as with other things that we'll see farther on in the series. Yeah, and so the actress playing her is Zoe Robbins, and I'm excited to see her portrayal. For sure. All right, so let's get on to the boys here mm-hmm. from Emmons Field, and I can't think of a better place to start than with Matt Coffin. <laughs> so Mike... Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, man. So the story, The Boy Who Cried Wolf, is probably what inspired Matt's character. He is constantly playing tricks on the adults, the the elders of Edmondsfield. He has a reputation. Don't forget the youth as well. (laughs) And the youth as well. And he has a reputation um, for being a trickster and for being very childish and for not wanting to really do work. (laughs) um he also enjoys you know gambling a bit and he just kind of that just i don't want to say goofball but he is kind of a he's just he 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 wants to enjoy life definitely a goofball yeah 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 he's there to enjoy life (laughs) yeah so like mike just said matt isn't taken very seriously by any of the adults in the edmondsfield area because of his reputation of pulling pranks of crying wolf in fact there's a funny story that i don't think will make it into the show mm. where it's like he puts flour all over this guy's dogs and like tricks <laughs> another kid into thinking of there's ghost dogs sent by the dark one and 
it's it's really funny but um matt is a fun character full of life and definitely is somebody i'm excited to see portrayed on the screen yeah and the actor there is barney harris um and i think they did a really nice job uh casting the three boys because all three of them looked fairly similar in age and i yeah they seemed i seemed like good choices so they did a really nice job with that yeah, and I mean, I don't have anything against the casting for Nynaeve or Egwene, but I am much more impressed with the casting for Matt, Rand, and Perrin because of, like, how similar they look to their book counterparts mm-hmm. and just, like Mike mentioned, them looking similar in age. And that's a big part of the story is that these three boys were all born within, like, a couple weeks of each other. Yes, that's correct. They were. They were. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> Um, so why don't we head on over and talk about Rand? Let's do it. Okay. So Rand Althor is the son of Tam Althor. And they, um, Matt's family is farmers as well. And Rand and his dad are farmers. Rand's mother uh, passed away when he was very young. Um, <laughs> Rand is... Um, I would say, like, if you have Matt, who's, like, super goofy and kind of trying to tries to avoid work, Rand has a little bit of that in him, but he's more so, like, he does his work, um, and he's, he's very dutiful to his father as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't call Rand a prankster oh, no. or anything like that. He's more so, like, he'll get in trouble with his friends, yeah. but he's definitely a dutiful person who... When he gives his word, he'd like to try to stick to mm-hmm. it. And like he got that characteristic from his father, Tam, as Mike mentioned, him. Um, and like so Rand is somebody who, while his friends are while his friend is off goofing off, like he will l- unload the wine barrels. He'll do what he's supposed to do. And he always talks about how he's not skilled at talking to women as well. Yeah. Um, which is going to be something he'll... That's going to be him. He might say a lot in the, in the show here. <laughs> yeah. But... That's true. And it's a good point, uh, yeah. Dylan, that you bring up there. Because uh, the whole festival and the time of year for the two right. rivers Beltine. is uh, Beltine, which is like their spring festival... All the unmarried women will go out and dance on this pole in the, the village green. And um, they talk about this quite a bit in the book, how like that everyone gets together and celebrates this. And so like Rand, is Matt, and Perrin are all the age where they could be uh, getting wifed up there. And, <laughs> and they're, uh, well, Matt, not so much on the bachelor side, like a desired bachelor side, but <laughs> Rand is a very sought after bachelor. Well, and also, you mentioned the women dancing around the pole there. It's more of like a maypole yes, type of situation where you it's not like a stripper pole <laughs> or, or anything like that. That's, but, that's a good point. Thank uh, you for clearing that up. Yeah, but um, you also, like Mike mentioned, being of marriageable age, both Egwene and Nynaeve as well are of marriageable age. And um, so, like, women in the Two Rivers, when they become eligible to be married braid their hair Mm -hmm. and so like if you watch the trailer you'll see that the characters have their the women characters the grain and naive have their hair in a braid yeah um and will for the series at the start here to signify that they are eligible to be married Mm -hmm. and that's 
gonna be something of contention but we'll get into that in another episode i feel like yeah um so who is playing rand in the show here Mark? uh it's joshua stradowski i've i to be honest with you never heard of him before um I haven't heard of most. I haven't either. These actors, but I wanted to kind of keep the trend of you being the one to butcher the names, so <laughs> that way, that yeah, way so, I can kind yeah. of look like the intelligent one. <laughs> well, that was yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> I will wear that as a badge of pride, I suppose. Um, yeah. So, jo- uh, Joshua Stradowski and. I the just little snippet there with him with the red you you notice that in the trailer that he's one of the few people in Edmondsfield that has a different hair color mm-hmm. um, than those of the rest. But I thought he like very childish grin there in the trailer, and you pointed that out, and I I was like that kind of summarizes his character. Like he he's dutiful, but like he does he can he can get in trouble with his friends, and. I think that means we should go to our last boy. Probably. Hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. I just want to mention here yeah. with Rand, like I had mentioned that most of most of Two Rivers folks have brown eyes, brown hair, mm. and that's really where uh, Rand stands out from the rest of them is his hair color, but also his eyes. His eyes are more said to be kind of like grayish, purpley, as opposed to like that standard brown. And so, like that's always a topic of intrigue when you're looking around the village there when you see Rand standing out compared to the others there. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so let's jump into our final character here, which is going to be Perrin. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Perrin here, Mike? Okay, so Perrin, um, also child of a family in the two rivers, and he's got siblings, father and mother, um, who have a farm and he is actually an apprentice at the smithy the blacksmith um and so Perrin is he's a bigger kid but he's very much soft slow to anger uh he avoids confrontation and he doesn't talk as much as the other two as rand and matt Mm -hmm. um so he is if you had like a spectrum you'd have matt on one side being like the goofball you know avoiding work Perrin would be on the opposite end, like, kind of ser- very serious, soft-spoken. He's all about doing his job, keeping his word. And then Rand would kind of be in the middle, you know, sort of like mm-hmm. <laughs> just a spectrum there. And um... <laughs> so a Perrin, and just for clarification, his last name is Abara, so Perrin Abara. Yeah. He's more of somebody who kind of is looked at as being a little slow-witted because he's so deliberate with his thoughts and his actions and his words. And that's actually a misconception with him because he's very bright. He just chooses his words and actions carefully. And he's kind of viewed as this gentle giant Mm -hmm. working at the blacksmith shop here in Emmons Field. And like Mike said, he's really the opposite (laughs) of Matt. But all three of these boys here... Perrin, Matt, and Rand are all very good friends, and that's going to be, their friendship is going to be part of what makes this series special. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, do you have anything else you'd like to add on the Perrin side of things? No, I, I thought the clothing they chose for him was great. He looked very, like, shaggy, like he'd been out at a smithy all day, and yeah. 
So who is the actor that they have playing Parent? So I can answer that question for you. It's Marcus okay. Rutherford. <laughs> it's who they have playing Parent. Marcus and, Rutherford. Yeah, Marcus Rutherford. And yeah. so he is actually, again, somebody who I thought... I don't know him from any other show, but he looks to be a great choice for the casting just based on his physical presence there as well. It was always going to be very difficult to find somebody who would match Perrin's description without being too old because, again, we're talking mm-hmm. about boys that are supposed to be in their in their teens here. And Marcus looks to have that imposing presence that Perrin would have, but... Again, we're talking about a gentle giant character here where he's going to be somebody who looks a lot meaner than he acts majority of the time. <laughs> yeah. So that that covers the Emmons Field characters that we're going to be seeing. And we didn't want to go too far into depth here, but we still wanted to make sure that you would have an idea about these characters and a little bit of what to expect before the show airs in November. Mm-hmm. But again, we try to avoid spoilers with any of these people, and we don't want to go into too much detail for that very reason. Um, So we still have a few minutes here before we need to get off, Mike. So is there anything else you'd like to cover off the cuff on this episode? Let's talk about Edmonds Field for just a minute. So with Edmonds Field, we talked about how it's very much a small time vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It's very secluded. So let's talk about that seclusion like Edmonds field is farmland but around it you have these huge mountains to one side you've got a very dangerous river on the other mm-hmm. and then you've got this i forget what the forest is called it's a very it's like dangerous the forest, forest of shadows the forest of shadows yes and so like nobody comes into the two rivers except by ferry through two other villages before they get to two rivers so it's literally the last place on earth for people to get to well i would like to correct you there mike because there is one road that leads out of town as well and like that will lead to wash hill and Tarn ferry but the whole two rivers area itself is more secluded but emmons field it like specifically is much more secluded because it has those natural barriers of the forest the water and the mountains covering it. So you can really only go in and out of Emmons Field through the one road direction mm. there. So like nice. when you have people coming in for festival or for Beltane, they're all going to be coming down that one road area. Unless you're a dark friend or a Trollic. All right. Well, I think that covers our Emmons Field breakdown for this episode here. And don't forget to reach out to us on Twitter or on Instagram at W-O-T Rewind. So again, Twitter or Instagram at W-O-T Rewind. Feel free to send us any questions you have, any um, maybe speculation. We'd love to talk about that. And if you have any ideas for episodes or things you'd like to learn more about, we would love to talk about any number of things. So just let us know. So we're going to go out here and we'll see you guys at the next turning of the wheel. Bye.